The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. Welcome to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly being presented in part by AlignMed. By Source, by Athletico, by ATI Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Karen Mulkin Health Consulting, by Integrated Orthopedics, and by Medwest. I'll soon be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-head team physician of the Chicago White Sox, and sports medicine specialist from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Back to get it going right after this on ESPN Radio. What comes to mind when you hear the words physical therapy? Maybe you think you don't need it, but what about those aches and pains in your knee, your ankle, your shoulder, or your back? When you decide that you've had enough, stop by ATI Physical Therapy. ATI offers complimentary screenings by a licensed provider at no cost. Don't waste any more time dealing with pain. Get the ATI Physical Therapy today and start feeling better fast. Visit ATIPT.com to schedule an appointment or find a location near you. When it comes to your health and wellness, you have a choice. Choose ATI Physical Therapy. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. Leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Ellosource helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Ellosource or allografts, please visit ellosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of DJOglobal.com. Correct alignment and good posture are keys to health and performance. Alignment, a science and clinical test-based company addresses this fundamental wellness need through its revolutionary line of products. Wearing AlignMed will dynamically train muscles and joints, strengthen and improve posture performance and prevent injury. Elite professional athletes, leading doctors, physical therapists, active adults and everyday workers already enjoy the benefits. And all you have to do to feel and look better is wear AlignMed. That's why we say AlignMed. Get into it. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And we're back on Sports Medicine Weekly. And a reminder, proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, of course, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-team physician for the Chicago White Sox or Midwest, orthopedics at Rush. And uh, Dr. Cole, I want to bring up something that uh, I saw the other day. Um, my son, my 10-year-old playing uh, ice hockey, um, in the Naperville area uh, for his three-on-three team. 
Uh, pond hockey is what they call it indoors. Really a fun sport, fast paced. And one of the kids gets hurt, uh, slammed into the uh, into the post uh, of the uh, of the goal net, and uh, suffers a uh, what we think is a broken rib or a bruised rib. Um, but no doctor on site. So all we have is the coaches from each team, and they go and they have to call an ambulance. But it was a long delay. And how often do you see this? I mean, coaches are on the front lines. It's a big issue in sports. They're with these athletes and kids 24-7. But how much do they know uh, about um, even being a trainer, uh, anything about being uh, medically approved? Yeah, well, I, I would say that generally not much. I mean, you got to look at... The younger they are, the more often the coach isn't even, that's not their full-time job, right? Sure. They have day jobs, and they're out of the goodness of their heart, and they're very uh, sort of philanthropic, and they're committed Absolutely. to coaching. But that's not what they do all the time. That being said, there's coaches who do, do 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 this all the time at the middle-age level who have no access on a regular basis to trainers or physicians. Um you know, I remember when I was in New York, um, when we used to cover some of these high schools, you know, first aid was a quarter and a, and a payphone, literally. I mean, there was nothing. They had, yeah. And they had duct tape. You know, it was crazy. So, uh, and, and maybe an ice bag if you were lucky. So the point is that um, they're not generally well-trained to recognize injury, and it's a problem because they're they're actually on the front lines, and they're probably in generally ill-equipped to, to deal with these things, to recognize injury. Let's bring on our next guest. Um, uh, this is Dr. Dave Mishra. Uh, orthopedic surgeon, San Mateo, California, founder of Sideline Sports. And uh, thanks so much, uh, Doc Mishra, for, for joining us. Um, let's talk, if we can, a little bit about sp- uh, Sideline Sports, a training module for, for helping coaches, and, and your uh, kind of theme and thesis behind that. Absolutely. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me on, and a uh, pleasure to be with you. And um, that was a terrific introduction to the basic reason behind what we're trying to do here is that, uh, Steve, your example was perfect in that the volunteer coach is really at the front lines of all sorts of different things. And thank God concussion is just a very small portion of this. The vast majority of things are the bread and butter type of things like ankle, knee, other lower extremity things, the rib injury in hockey that you described, Steve, those are the kinds of things that a coach faces on a day-to-day basis, whether it's in practice or in a game situation. And over the course of my professional career, probably very similar to Dr. Coles, is that these kids would, would end up coming into the office with a common theme, exactly as you described. Uh, there was confusion at the time of the injury. Nobody really knew what to do. And we just got to thinking there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way to provide relevant sports-specific information for the coach to recognize and, you know, to use a military term, triage an injury. We, we don't want to turn them into an athletic trainer. We don't want to turn them into a doctor. We want them to be a skilled, reasonable person able to make reasonable decisions in a short enough period of time that it can positively affect the kid's health and ability to continue playing. So Dave, what my, my sense is just looking at Thailand Health is that you um, have, are creating or have created content. So if I was a coach, uh, let's just say I'm a football coach, okay, you know, peewee football. Um, I've got very little training in any of this. I hear concussions are a big deal and, you know, I could recognize if a kid's bleeding, but 
may not have much much other primary knowledge. So I'm going to go to side, to sideline health. So what? So tell me, uh, what's the curriculum like? How long does it take? And what do they get out of it? Yeah. So we we've spent a couple of years uh, listening to coaches in all sorts of different sports tell us that there are certain criteria that they really want to see in, in any type of educational program. It needs to be relevant. They'd love to see it. Uh, something that they could do on their own time without having to fit into a classroom. Uh, and then, you know, to be something that could potentially be uh, even beyond the classroom setting as time efficient as it possibly can be. So what we do is uh, provide the coach three different ways that they can learn the material. They could get a, a multimedia type of experience through an online course. They could listen to a set of audio MP3s. Or they could listen, uh, or I'm sorry, they could take a look at an ebook and kind of learn things the traditional written way. So we've listened to the coach that said we want different ways to learn the material, and we provide them that. How long? If how you, long would it take? How long would it, is, is it one module? Do they have to select a module? Like I'm going to just learn about concussions, or is it an overall in, you know a, a, a menu of a variety of injuries? So we provide them with uh, 22 or 23 chapters uh, on different injury topics, uh, depending upon the sport. And our premise is to work with the national governing bodies for the sport, who would then generally decide, okay, we want our uh, hockey coaches to learn how to evaluate an injury on the ice. We want them to learn um, ankle, knee, uh, and concussion. So they would choose out of these 22 or 23 chapters, perhaps three, four, five, to focus on. Each chapter would then take about six to ten minutes, depending upon uh, the complexity of what's involved. The concussion chapter takes a little bit closer to ten minutes, and ankle chapter takes closer to about six minutes. And uh, you know, if they choose to, to do that through the audio MP3 set, they can listen to one chapter on the way from uh, home or work to uh, the practice field and have potentially zero added minutes of time in their already busy schedule. So that's really, it's awesome. It's a great service, and I have to imagine there's nothing else like it. Well, thank you. Um, we, we think the same. There's, there's plenty of uh, content out there that's written. Some of it's very good. Some of it's a little bit questionable. But as far as we can tell, nobody's put together this several different methods of learning to address different learning styles in as time efficient a fashion as uh, we believe we have come up with. And, Doc, uh, tell us how people can um, can get this information. Is there a website? There is. It is uh, sidelinesportsdoc, D-O-C, sidelinesportsdoc.com. Uh, and on the site you can... Uh, download free uh, sports-specific chapters in a number of different sports. What we are principally going to be doing uh, over the coming year is, is working with national organizations, uh, several of whom are going to be making our teaching a requirement for coaching certification uh, for their coaches. And I think that's going to be the, the best way for us to have an impact uh, in a very positive way on the, on the largest number of kids possible. Dr. Dave Mishra, founder, sideline sports doc, orthopedic surgeon from San Mateo, California. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate all your help. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. Wonderful information, and uh, hopefully the coaches will uh, take advantage of it. We're back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly 
after these messages. On ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Integrated Orthopedics is Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana's premier provider of thermal and compression therapy devices for people recovering from sports-related injuries or orthopedic surgical procedures. To learn more about the benefits of thermal and compression therapy and to determine if it's right for you, please contact your healthcare professional. For further information about Integrated Orthopedics products and services, please contact us at 773-248-6400. That's 773-248-6400. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. What comes to mind when you hear the words physical therapy? Maybe you think you don't need it, but what about those aches and pains in your knee, your ankle, your shoulder, or your back? When you decide that you've had enough, stop by ATI Physical Therapy. ATI offers complimentary screenings by a licensed provider at no cost. Don't waste any more time dealing with pain. Get the ATI Physical Therapy today and start feeling better fast. Visit ATIPT.com to schedule an appointment or find a location near you. When it comes to your health and wellness, you have a choice. Choose ATI Physical Therapy. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And we're back here on a Saturday morning. Steve Cashel and Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph, Sports Medicine Weekly. Dr. Chuck, it's great to have you in studio with us. Dr. Chuck, by the way, is the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox. Let's talk a little baseball if we can. I want to ask you some Little League questions for the Little League moms and dads listening to us, but also um, a little bit about uh, the Chicago White Sox and... um, uh, so far, so good. Uh, you know, they're, they're starting to add up a few wins, but uh, the overall health of, of the club. You know, Steve, thanks thanks for coming. It was uh, um, great. I'm always happy to sit in for Brian, although he pulled me off the golf course this morning. But, uh, no, I love talking about baseball. I love talking about the Chicago White Sox. And, uh, you know, we got off to a little bit of a slow start. But, uh, you know, we've got some issues that we're sort of working through, and the team is playing much better right now. I think one of the biggest early issues we had is that uh, the starting pitching which was supposed to be our strongest asset, as it had a little bit of a hiccup. And unfortunately, it started with uh, Chris Sale suffering an injury in spring training where he broke a small bone in his foot and basically missed most of spring training. And I think that's a little of the reason that he's a little bit slower to ramp up, uh, uh, not to the Cy Young-type form that he otherwise has. But uh, we're very confident. So Chris Sale, uh, broken bone in which foot? Uh, it was broken bone in his landing foot. Landing foot. Yeah, so that was the... You know, and and we get concerned when a player is going to come down and land on that foot and roll over the top. That if he doesn't have a real stable platform, we worry about the downstream effects either on his shoulder and elbow. So we were very careful with Chris. 
uh, until we were extremely confident that, that bone was healed and that he got his kinetic chain working uh, properly. Well, let's talk about that. So that happens during spring training. So how much into the season is he still going through the motions? Because usually he pitches for almost 30 days, you know, on a, on a regular routine, right? And all of a sudden you shut him down for how long? You know, he was shut down for a good three to uh, four weeks. And so basically he's now just coming out of spring training. So wow. we passed the quarter pole or that early that early quarter pole mark on the baseball season. And uh, so Chris is uh, is now hopefully just rounding up in the form where he, we think we should be ready to take us through the summer and into the fall. Interesting. And uh, let's talk, if we can, Dr. Chuck, about uh, my favorite topic, because I've got two boys playing uh, playing baseball, 10 and 8, and um, uh, both are pitchers. And I'm, I'm always wondering about uh, the proper warm-up we're trying. We always talk about overuse injuries on Sports Medicine Weekly on our program here. But um, my first question is for the, for the Little League mom and dad out there, um, what is too much? Are, you know, are, we, are we really concentrating on pitch count? Is it days of rest? Um, how often do you throw after you pitch? You know, Should you just shut it down for a day or two? Most kids, after they pitch, let's say two innings, will go play another position. But what are some of your thoughts and maybe some of your suggestions for the, uh, the little leaguer out there? You know, it's, Steve, it's, it's interesting we talk about this because actually the science has been evolving on this. And, you know, I, I would say for many years the, the rule of thumb was, well, little leaguers can never throw curveballs. And we thought that was the enemy. And really what we found out is it's frequency, duration, and intensity. And so, you know, we say frequency. Yeah, you know, a, a youngster should not be pitching more than twice a week. Certainly, uh, and we would agree that the more they throw, the sort of the greater they're placing themselves. And you're saying, youngster, give me an age well, limit. You know, we I think the time the term we really use is when their growth plates are still open. So, an adolescent where their their bones are still growing, their ligaments are still getting stronger. Uh, that's when you you know you're running the the risk of injury is a little bit higher. The stakes are just a little bit higher, and so that's really the under under age of uh, 15 or 16. I think once you hit 15 or 16, in most young men, certainly 17. They're physiologically uh, more like adults at that phase and now are just building muscle. But in that 12, 8 to 10 to 12 to 13-year age, their growth plates are wide open, their bodies are changing, their hormones are changing. So it's a real, it is more of a vulnerable time. So as I was alluding to a little bit before about, you know, we thought that throwing curveballs was the enemy. It turns out it's not. It's really... The harder you throw and the more often you throw is where the problem comes into play. So we'll take the, the bigger concern is usually the more athletic child... Uh, or the more athletic adolescent who is bigger and stronger than most of the other kids is usually going to be the best pitcher, and the coach is going to want to pitch him more often because he's more effective. He's the one probably at most risk. Whereas the the youngster who's sort of the, the middle of the road or, say, the, the not the, the star pitcher of the team, not going to be throwing as often. So it's intensity, duration, and frequency. How about the proper warm-up, okay? So um, you get out there on a Saturday morning, and you're playing travel baseball like my 10-year-old, and he's going to start the game as he does in, in a lot of our games here with our uh, travel White Sox team for Naperville and uh, the 10U team. And um, I'm always wondering, boy, how often should we, or when should we begin warming up before the game starts? What should he go through as a starting pitcher, knowing he's probably going to go two innings? You know, I would tell you that, you know, not to use the Major League Association, but I have to tell you, our players arrive at the park three to four hours before the game, and they're actually starting their full warm-up two hours before the game. Now, clearly that's impractical. Uh, I, I would say for your for your for your boys, and certainly 
you know, for our listeners, children, they need a, they need at least a fifteen to twenty minute warm up period. Is that I, right? I tell you, when you see, they got to start with a short uh, a, a short catch, and then slowly stretch out where they're you know they're playing. Uh, you know, 30, 45 feet, and then gradually stretching that out to 60 feet and even to 90 feet. So we want a full warm-up of our players and our throwers before they get up on the mound and then go through their warm-up pitches prior to the game. And let me take you back, though. Okay, even before the warm-up, are we running in place? Are we stretching? What are we doing, actually, before we actually start throwing the baseball, even at a short distance? Well, if we take all our athletes, we've got it. We have a you know a real a, a four-step approach to playing, and so certainly that's warm-up. So just a anything, just running around the bases, running poles in the outfield, just to kind of get your heart rate up. So it's warm-up. Number two, stretch out. So we always stretch warm, never stretch cold. Stretching cold is really ineffective, more likely to strain something or injure a muscle as opposed to getting good length on the muscle and stretching the joints. Then number three is workout. That's all right. That's we're going through infield. We're going through batting practice. We're doing our baseball skill activity. And then we have a cool down. So we, once we go through that cycle, that, that, that warm up, stretch out, workout, cool down, that's sort of the pattern that you should always be having in whatever kind of workout you're having, and certainly in our young, our young athletes who are probably most at great risk. All right, so let's say then uh, you're, uh, my son is playing first base, not starting that game. He's going to come in as a relief pitcher. He's going to pitch the innings three and four. Um, how about, you know, he's also batting, so you've got to take that in consideration. You know, there's only 11 kids on the team, so he's in the order, but uh, he's got to warm up so that he goes into the third inning. So get his, you know, he only may have five or ten minutes, enough time to prepare himself? Well, yeah, it should be. If he's playing the game and he's making throws from first base and, you know, throwing the warm-up ground balls in between innings, he should be relatively warmed up. That should be okay. It's really that that coming off cold off of the bench, which is sort of the different problem. Now, as far as the pitchers and other positions, the only time I get nervous is when I go from catcher to pitcher and pitcher to catcher. Those are the two people that are throwing any – they're throwing the ball on every single play in base. Baseball. Other fielders, it's infrequent and generally safe, and the throws for the most part are more leisurely. So that goes back to my earlier point about intensity. You know, so the intensity of the of a pitcher and how hard are the innings. So he may have a pinch count of only forty five or fifty pitches, but if he's got men on base every inning and he's bearing down for all forty five of those pitches, that's high stress as opposed to sixty five or seventy pitches where he's sort of cruising through the order and life's not too difficult. So you have to balance all of those things together. You're listening to Dr. Chuck Bush Joseph, the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox, also from Midwest Orthopedics at Russian Orthopedic Surgeon. I'm Steve Cashel. This is Sports Medicine Weekly. Thank you for joining us here every Saturday morning on ESPN Radio. So tell me about your relief pitchers, Dr. Chuck, in the major leagues, okay? Do, are, is every guy different? Do, do, do some guys have to throw 30 pitches? I mean, sometimes guys are warming up for like three innings, right? Well, I, you know, I tell you, that's the science of baseball in terms of when we get in spring training and we know who's a reliever and who's a starter, those guys are, are, are conditioned in a different manner. You know, so certainly Jeff Samarja and Chris Sale and Jose Quintana, their workout pattern and how they throw and how they develop their arm strength is totally different than how our relievers like Zach Duke or, or David Robertson. Uh, it really is. We, we train them differently in terms of their throwing, uh, a reliever is throwing every day uh, just to kind of get that looseness. Now, he may only throw 30, 35 pitches at most. But that's he's going often, and during the regular season, if a reliever is throwing two, three days consecutive, we're going to give him a day off. Whereas a starter, he's throwing super hard. He's taking two days off. He'll throw a side bullpen, then he'll go back and do a start his next start at five or six days. I, I do want to go back to to uh, one point we were talking about before about the intensity and duration and. 
you know, I, I think that we look at, again, it's high stress innings and, and the intensity of throwing. And so, you know, it's important to read your kids. Now, there was a good study that was done out of New York by Dr. Chris Ahmad, who's the head team physician of the New York Yankees, and they surveyed over 200 kids in the New York area, little leaguers, and they really found that with accurate reporting, 60% of those kids say they had pain and soreness with throwing. And so it's much more common than what we think. So some soreness we have to say is normal. I mean, throwing a baseball a lot does cause some discomfort, but the break point is when you see a change in their physical exam. So your youngster, your son, who's throwing a lot and now can't fully straighten his elbow, when he could before the game, that's a stop sign. And so if he, he's wincing or changing his delivery because of pain, that's a stop sign. Yeah, if he's a little achy, maintains a clean delivery, maintains a clean follow-through, he's probably okay. What's about treatment? Do you ever ice a, a 10-year-old? Uh, yeah, I, I, I certainly don't see a problem with that. You know, the, the, the ice is a therapeutic modality, and, and some of our players in the major leagues love it. Some hate it, but most do like it. Uh, you're trying to reduce swelling in the region. Swelling in the region, whether from minor or major tissue injury, causes pain. And so if you keep that swelling down, you get good circulation to clear it out, much quicker recovery time. Any other treatment besides ice or rest? Well, the, the, the last thing is really a clean delivery, and, and not to sound like a... Uh, you know, like like the the baseball expert I am. I'm a physician who's been taking care of baseball players for a long time. Don Cooper always tells me he can spot somebody who's going to blow out their elbow. He's a big believer that that mechanics is 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 a critical element. And many of the the high level major league bet pitching coaches they can spot deliveries that have flaws. And when a delivery has a flaw, we say not if it's going to go, but when it goes. And so you know, certainly you can have a perfect delivery and you can still get injured. But certainly good mechanics is a much better safety net than virtually anything else. Final question, Dr. Chuck. Where do you get uh, the velocity from for these, uh, whether you're a 10-year-old or a major league pitcher? You know, that there's three ways of looking at it. Number one, your rotator cuff and your shoulder muscles, that's controlling the ball, okay, controlling the location. Your hand and your forearm and your elbow muscles, that's moving the ball, whether I'm throwing a curve or a slider or a split or a changeup. But the power and the and the and the, the, the velocity is really coming out of your back and your core muscles. So that's why when you see baseball players running the poles or doing sprints and doing lots and lots of leg work, that's where your velocity comes from. It does not come from your arm. He's the expert. Wonderful stuff from Dr. Chuck Bush Joseph, head team physician for the Chicago White Sox. So proud to have him in studio with me here on Sports Medicine Weekly. And our show continues with more after this on ESPN Radio. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. Leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Ellosource helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Ellosource or allografts, please visit ellosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of DJOGlobal.com. 
feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Correct alignment and good posture are keys to health and performance. AlignMed, a science and clinical test-based company, addresses this fundamental wellness need through its revolutionary line of products. Wearing AlignMed will dynamically train muscles and joints, strengthen and improve posture performance and prevent injury. Elite professional athletes, leading doctors, physical therapists, active adults, and everyday workers already enjoy the benefits. And all you have to do to feel and look better is wear AlignMed. That's why we say AlignMed. Get in. To it. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Well, that will do it for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarillos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations as well as Samantha Smith. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Back to do it again next week. We'll see you then. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. 